0: Hello and welcome to A Very Full Plate, the podcast where we're all about real food talk with real parents. Your hosts for today are Amy, a natural food chef and mom of two, and Emily, a professional home organizer and mom of three. Take it away, ladies. Hi, friends. Thanks for joining us. I'm your co-host, Amy. I turn parents into kitchen ninjas to help them feed their families healthy food more often. I'm all about balance, real life, and having fun in the kitchen. You can find me at cookingwithafullplate.com and my Facebook page of the same name.
1: Hey guys, this is Emily. I'm a professional organizer who helps my clients simplify their lives so that they can experience harmony in their homes again. You can follow me on Facebook or Instagram or visit hallharmonyhomes.com. Come along with us while we celebrate our small victories and laugh at our challenges. And thank you so much for listening.
0: All right. Hello, everybody. This is Amy coming at you for our final interview in fitness month here on the A Very Full Plate podcast. And I am so thrilled to be here today with Marta Spurk. Marta, you guys are going to be amazed by this. Marta is a mom of three, three two and a half year olds. Um, she is a triplet mom. And she also, as if that's not enough, I couldn't feel like I could stop there and people would be like, all right, tell me how she does anything with fitness. But she also is a health and success coach. Marta and I connected online in a boss mom group, which I'm so very grateful for. And I had the chance to be on her podcast and I can't wait to be over here on our podcast today for Emily and I to talk about fitness and how the heck... Do make fitness happen with like, I mean, I feel like my life's busy, but honestly, I don't even know how I would wake up and eat breakfast in the morning if I had three, two and a half year olds. Like I can barely manage the four-year-old and one and a half year old I have. So welcome, Marta. Thank um, you. Do you want to give us a quick rundown of like who you are, where you live, anything I missed in my intro, and then we'll dive into some of these questions around like, how do you make fitness happen as a really busy parent
1: sure well that's hard for me to be concise with who i am (laughs) um so some important points i'm originally from brazil so i grew up there and lived there my entire life until i got married and moved to the u.s my husband's american um i've been a teacher my entire life pretty much i've been teaching since i was like 14 years old teaching english to my friends and then tutoring and all kinds of stuff um Having the triplets was a total surprise. Of course, I don't think anyone would ever be prepared for such news. (laughs) And uh, the whole fitness thing happened um, right after we decided to move back to the US. So I had the triplets in Brazil, we lived there for a while. And then we moved back to the US. So it's like lots of things happening at the same time. It seems like my life has always been like this. And Mm -hmm. in a way, it's like, you, you like intense. So like God telling me, let me give you triplets just to make things more interesting. And so that's, that's how it's been. And, you know, I'm really grateful because I really love challenges. I've always challenged myself like mentally with school. I was not an athletic person. And I want to talk about that. Once you start asking me about the fitness things, definitely. Um, but that, but fitness has added to that as well, because it's like the ultimate physical challenge, but the mental as well. And I love encouraging and supporting moms. This has become a huge passion of mine as a teacher. Before, you know, encouraging students and things, and also with my Christian upbringing, growing up in church, that's how I met my husband in Tulsa, Oklahoma, at a church conference. Um, and now, just empowering and encouraging moms. Now that I am a mom, and especially with you know having triplets, it's like. If I can do this, anyone
0: can. Yeah. yeah on, honestly, that was part of what resonated with me when we first connected was I was like, all right, we all have excuses, right? Like I, I totally have been there. Mm-hmm. And we all have the power to overcome those excuses yes. and also to make fitness a priority in our life if that's something we choose to prioritize, right? Because yeah. I really do think it's all about making choices. Yes, Um, And there are some easy ways, like making it a priority doesn't mean having to like run marathons. Right. It can mean lots of different things to different people. Mm -hmm. But you said something super important there that I didn't plan to talk about, but such is life. So Mm -hmm. I love what you said about like, I love challenges. And I kept thinking, like, okay, we didn't plan on this challenge and here it is. And that's something my husband and I have been talking about so much is I feel like we keep being like, all right, when this is done, then things will come down and we'll do X, whatever X is. I can't even think of it now because like we've never gotten to it, right? <laughs> um, but doesn't life have an interesting way of continuing to challenge us? And those challenges look really different for each of us yeah. every step of the way. And so the waiting is often not serving us, No, just delaying more and more and more because there's always a reason not to start your fitness routine, right. start eating healthier, start your business, yeah. right? Like there is always a reason why now isn't the best time. But guess what? There's going to be a reason later too. Yeah. Could talk to me about like, what did fitness look like before fitness in your life look like before you had kids? And mm-hmm. what does it look like now that you are raising
1: triplets? Okay. So like I said, I did not grow up athletic at all. I was surrounded by friends that were super involved in sports and I kind of tried going that route, but I really sucked at it. Oh, same. Totally. <laughs> like totally sucked was the last one to be picked out for the team.
0: Always, <laughs> always. And I la- I, 18, I severely lack hand-eye coordination. What was your <laughs> holdup?
1: Yeah. So, well, I, I didn't grow up with that at all. And my parents didn't really yeah. encourage that because they didn't either. So mm-hmm. it was more towards like academia, do well in school. And then the whole thing was, you know, I like languages and I became a teacher and all that. So that was what I leaned towards my entire life. Um, and it was actually my sister that influenced me in my twenties. We both grew up kind of overweight, like our nutrition mm-hmm. sucked. And then she was the one that started doing like home workouts with like shape magazine workouts. Or I remember we used to do Cindy Crawford's workout videos. We had like amazing the, the, the tape and everything. And then I started doing it. And even though my nutrition still kind of sucked, I wasn't doing it so much for like the physical results. Obviously I wanted to look good, but I felt good. If, because I feel of the challenge of, you know, I can run or I can, you know, increase my weights, It was just like the challenge aspect of it that really, yeah. that really was attractive to me. Um, and that's what I did. Like we used to go to the gym. I used to take classes and I, and I love doing that with her. And then when I got pregnant, Even before getting pregnant, I had that dream of I want to be active, I want to be fit, I don't want to lose, I don't want to gain a lot of weight, and I want to lose whatever weight I put on. And then getting pregnant with triplets was a huge, like a step back in that sense, because it's a high risk pregnancy, obviously. Absolutely. Sometimes even a singleton pregnancy can be high risk. And I was as active as I could. For as long as I could, and then eventually I did have to go into bed rest for the remaining wow. months of my pregnancy, which was so hard for me because I wanted to do things and to walk around. Like I couldn't even go upstairs; I had to stay in the lower level of my house at the time for two months and sleep on wow. the couch. And so it was tough. Um, but as you know, I was itching to get back to it. So even though I, and that's one thing that I like to emphasize to moms, because sometimes you feel like, you know, I played sports all through school. So then it's easy for me to get into this routine right now. That was not me at all. Even though I, you know, got into it in my twenties, it's like, it doesn't really matter what you did before or not. It's all a matter of choices and, you know, deciding how it makes you feel and what you want to do. And so as soon as I was cleared by my doctor, I started, you know, walking and then doing some short home workout videos as well. And that has been my life up until this point is just doing things at home because yeah. it's so hard to get out with the kids. And I've actually fallen in love with it, with just doing it at home, because it's so easy. I don't have to wear shoes, depending on what I'm doing. Yeah. And I don't, it doesn't matter if I'm wearing the same sports bras the day before, because no one's seeing me. <laughs> so this is what it looks like for me now. I just literally wake up have my pre-workout meal, get my workout done. The kids are awake and then we start our day.
0: About how long do those workouts take?
1: So usually 30, to, 30 minutes to an hour, not very much longer than that. Yeah. I would work out for longer. I remember when I, when I was at the gym, was going to the gym, I would stay there for like two hours, seven, wow. five, three hours. I loved it. It was just like, it was fun. And sometimes even to this day, depending on what program I'm doing, Like in the middle of the day or night, I'm thinking, man, I would do that workout again right now. (laughs) It just gives me so much energy. It's really something that I love that helps me like release stress. So I really enjoy it.
0: Yeah. I think that's a real testament to this idea of momentum around fitness, which is something we've heard a lot about this month and something that I really resonate with, which is I wasn't an athlete either. And in a lot of ways, I think I always thought like it would be so much easier if I was an athlete, like that would be a part of my life. And you see these people who are like super fit and active in college. And what I've learned is that it doesn't always pan out that being a college athlete means that you're going to be fit and active the rest of your life because it's a different sort of habit.
1: Mm -hmm. And you said
0: something that I really have found for myself as well, which is that if you can create a habit that works for you because you love doing it, it's an activity you love, which means I don't run. I lift weights. Uh That's what I love. Mm -hmm. Um, If I focus on that and I just make it happen, even if it's like, uh, some days I'll do like not even a five minute workout, but I'm like, I am doing something. Yeah. And then I tap into that. Like, I feel so good when I do this, even if it's just like, I mean, I love my coffee, but nothing wakes me up like a workout. Right. Like there are days I'll wait till the afternoon and then I'm like, oh man, I wish I had done this sooner because I didn't mm-hmm. feel awake. So if I can stick with what I love and then tap into that feeling, the momentum feels a lot easier. Yes. And it's not easy. Like it's not, you know, It I say that because it's like people will hear this and be like, well, it's easy for them mm-hmm. because they like working out. Right. But the thing is it can be easy for anyone. I right. think if you do those two things, which is find the thing you like. Yes. And then- tap into that, like, get the feeling and tap into that day after day in even, like, the smallest bite-sized pieces. Like, seriously, five-minute workouts sometimes. I'm not saying that's, like, the basis of my fitness routine, Mm -hmm. but I think just, like, the keeping the habit is a really important piece of it, too. It's, like, drinking water or eating vegetables.
1: Yeah. Um, And that was one of the things that I was going to say, too, like, in preparation for the interview Yeah, was that – the two things that I can think of that, you know, can make it easier for anyone is think of it like a habit. It's not something that, you know, it will fall from the sky and automatically you will want to do this every day. Obviously, if you start enjoying it, that'll help. But it's kind of like, I always like to say brushing your teeth. Most days, except if you're like exhausted or you pass out, it doesn't feel right to go to sleep without brushing your teeth. Mm. And that's how I feel about fitness. It's like, my day is not complete if I don't work out. Obviously, I have my rest days. You of know, there course. Are days that I don't feel good. You have to listen to your body and all of that. But it really becomes a habit. And the other thing is variety, which, you know, finding something that you like, but making sure you're enjoying it. It's not boring you because then you're not going to do it. Even if it's a habit, then you're like, Ugh, I have to do this again. Not that you enjoy yeah. necessarily brushing your teeth. Yeah. But it goes along with, you know, it feels good as well. It's not like something that you dread all the time. Yeah.
0: You know, fitness is one of the things. So fitness is something I use to like supplement the other healthy things that I do, but it is not my area of expertise. I don't write programs for people. I don't Uh even really recommend programs for people because I think that there are people who know more about it than I do. Uh That said, it's one of the things that really inspires me in terms of buying programs. Uh And it's part of what I've modeled the things like my membership off of is that there are people who are experts in this who can make it easier. So what that looks like for me is that lately I've been in more of a gym mode, though I've done the home workout thing too. And so Mm -hmm. for me, it looks like finding someone I love who has programming that works for my body, buying their program so that when I show up at the gym, I know exactly what I'm doing. It's none of this like, what am I gonna do today? And then you spend like 30 minutes deciding what you're gonna do and going from like different little machines. It's like Mm -hmm. someone has written this, I find out what I'm doing. I make it happen. Yeah. My workouts are almost never longer than 45 minutes, like even if I'm at the gym longer because it just, I, I can't make it happen yeah. um, with like two young kids and all the other things to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm in and I'm out and I know that I've been effective because someone is looking at the full scope, but I don't have to like keep that in my brain space and right. think about it. Yeah. What does your fitness programming look like? Like, what's your preferred method of home workouts? Because I know folks are going to be interested in how you make home workouts happen so consistently.
1: So I used, like, different DVDs and things before, mm-hmm. especially when I was still living in Brazil. And I would just buy stuff off of Amazon and all of that. But ever since I came back to the U.S. Uh, in 2016, I've been using Beachbody workouts. Nice. And it's it's... I love it. I I had already used some of it while I was still in Brazil, but now I have access to all of them and I can literally switch back and forth. And that's one of the things that I talk about, you know, when I mean um, that I meant when I talked about variety, having this ability of not sticking to only one thing like, Oh, I hate cardio. Okay. Then you don't have to do that. Then find something else. And there's a huge variety. And now with, you know, the internet, you can stream all of it online. You don't have to buy DVDs anymore. I don't even think they make DVDs anymore. Um, so it's really easy. You can use your phone. You can even go to the gym because sometimes people are like, oh, but I, I'm not going to be disciplined if I do it at home. Fine. Take your phone with you. Use the gym's Wi-Fi, you know. Yeah. And you can just you watch the videos or just follow the tracker sheets and do the moves as well once you've, you know, kind of got yeah. you- to the moves, watching the videos. And I really love it. I used to love going to the gym and doing the classes. I had a personal trainer when I used the equipment, but I've never used the equipment by myself. Okay. Because it's kind of like what you were saying, what do I do now? You know, I hate that. I
0: do some like like biceps on this random machine. Yeah. It's
1: like, I don't want to waste my time. I want (laughs) to know that it's being effective. And if it's someone that, you know, it is an expert in this is telling me to do this and that's what I'm going to do. So that's why I've always loved classes and that's why the homework house work because it's kind of like a class, but you're at home, which works perfect for me because I don't have to leave.
0: <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, so it's funny because, you know, I have a gym membership and we go and it has childcare, which is why it works for me. Mm-hmm. But I have used like so many of the Beach Body programs. I had like the P90X DVDs mm-hmm. and my husband and I did those pre-kids. And then we had P90X3 that I think we did before the wedding. And I did Sean's <laughs> T25. And then I recently almost finished 80-Day Obsession. I will admit, I chose not to finish it. I was having some wrist pain at the time. Mm-hmm. But I love having that yearly membership. I pay for it just because yeah. I know that if I end up working out at home that I can pull up anything. Right. It's like a certified trainer yeah. and I can make it happen. That said, there's a lot of amazing programs on like YouTube and stuff as well. I think it's just important to make sure you find someone who knows what they're doing so right. that you make the most of your time and that you're safe while you're yeah. doing it too.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing too, because sometimes people are like, oh, I don't, I don't want to go and pay for like membership for Beachbody. I can just Google something on YouTube and find, and I know there's lots of free things that are super structured. But you have to be careful with that, with just Googling, I want to do apps today. And it's like, it's not really a program. You're not following something that someone created. Today's apps, today's legs, you know what I mean? Like, make sure you find something that has a calendar so that, Mm -hmm. again, you're not wasting your time by doing something that's good, but you're not going to see the results that you could see if you were following a plan that was made by an expert.
0: Yeah, it's so true because wasting your time because it might not be an effective workout, wasting your time because you're not like doing all of the body parts. Like they're not looking holistically at your program. And I would say wasting your time and like your decision-making capabilities. And this is something I talk a lot about with food is like, I don't keep certain food in my house because I don't want to have to resist it all the time. And you have like this reserve that gets used up. I think gets used up faster as parents because you have kids that you're dealing with. It's like, I don't I can't make any more good decisions today and I feel that way about fitness is like I'm if I can just decide to do it then if I know there's a program there waiting me telling me what to do yeah waiting for me telling me what to do then that's one less decision to make like one yeah. less barrier to making this happen so I yeah. love that you said that um so okay so you use the beach body programs which by the way like I know, looking at it, I think that it's like one hundred and twenty dollars a year right now. But honestly, for it is beyond worth ten dollars a month oh, if yeah. you even do like one or two workouts. You would pay way more than that for a class. And I don't sell Body. This isn't a plug for it. It's just in my own personal experience, it has been a really useful tool, mm-hmm. especially for folks like what we're talking about here, who are like busy parents and might not even know what they like yet.
1: Yeah, can explore that's true. a
0: lot of different things.
1: Yeah, and even if you think about a gym membership, like the cheapest one, like Planet Fitness or something, yeah, it would be about the same, but they don't have classes, I don't yeah. think. And then you have to do the machines on your own, or then yeah. you have to buy a plan outside of it and take it to the gym. So when you think of all of that, yeah, it's like it's this about the same price, you yeah. know, and it's a lot better and a lot more effective because there's actually a plan and taking the guest work out, too.
0: Yeah, definitely. So you have three little kids. You have a business that you're running. It would be, I would think, really easy to be like, fitness doesn't have a place in my life at this moment here, like in this season. And it sounds like it's the opposite for you, that it's a really core piece of your life. So I know how you prioritize it in terms of like waking up in the morning, but how do you prioritize it in terms of the mental, like, mindset around actually making it a priority?
1: Well, I think a lot of it has to do with what you said in the beginning of you have to make choices. And I see most moms, and that's the reason why I'm so passionate about encouraging moms, I see them thinking that they are really a victim of circumstances and life around them. Like I have all of the things they're controlling my life right now and I can't make this time for myself even if I wanted to. And that's so not true. That's a really sad way to live. And it really is, you know, it serves no one because you're thinking that, you know, and then you have the whole mom guilt of if I do this, then I'm taking away time from my family. What will people think? Or am I not really being a good mom because I'm doing this for myself? And a lot of it is once you see how good it makes you feel, you understand how how much it improves your relationship with other people because you're improving your relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. So that is the thing that I, I try to express to my clients and to and to other moms is that you really are in control. I mean, once I got, once I had the kids, or even once in, receiving the news that it were triplets, I understood I had lost control over these little people, like. I can't control their lives, but I can still control mine. Yeah. You know, I have to control my thoughts and my emotions. And that's not only going to be good for me, but for them, the role, the role model that I am becoming, the example that I'm setting. So in many ways, moms feel guilty that by doing something for themselves, they're taking away from taking care of their kids as they are supposed to, quote unquote, because who knows what that looks like anyway. Yeah. Um, but it, It's actually the opposite. It's that you're creating a better life for them because they're seeing you as a happy person, as a healthy person, because really that's what exercise does. I mean, if you look scientifically, you know, looking at it, if you don't want to just think about, you know, it makes you feel good of all the hormones and everything that happens when you're exercising. It's not just about the weight. I feel like that's another thing too, that we need to, to remember is that it's not just about weight loss and looking good. It really is having that happy state of mind because of physical exercise. Yeah. I mean, if you don't want to work on, because some people are like, no, but I can, you know, say my prayers, I can go to church and that's going to take care of that. That's fine. But what about your health? Yeah, You know, you can go and you can pray and you can go to church and that's going to make you feel well and balanced, but the foods you're eating count. And the exercise that you're doing count as well. Where is that? And that's going to play a huge part in your kids growing up too. You know, they can go to church. They can be really nice people. But what about their health? Yeah. Think about that too.
0: Okay. You said so many important things there. The first is um, thinking of fitness and your health. And this really resonates with me. You're like speaking to my heart here as like, you can't control a lot when you have kids, Mm -hmm. but you can make choices, conscious choices to control the things that you can. And it's interesting that you brought that up today, because um, as some folks will know, I've been kind of open about it is my dad has been, was struggling with brain cancer for a long time. He passed away a couple weeks ago. It's been a super hard time, obviously, like from a personal perspective and dealing with a lot as both a parent and a child right. losing a parent, yeah. um, and so I've had people kind of say like, "Amy, why? Like, why now to like build this business that you're building?" And I've used those exact words, which is like, there is a lot of freaking stuff in my life that I cannot control right now. Right. It feels really good to make the choice, both in my health and in my business pursuits, to be like, you know, but that doesn't mean I have to let my life rule me. Right. I can make choices even if it's like two hours a day. I spend doing something for myself in the form of fitness or, you know, working on my membership or, you know, making business plans for the future. Like that is super empowering. And it does. It translates to the way I show up as a parent as well when I'm yeah. not like, these kids have ruined my life because yeah. they have taken over, right? Like yeah. they have taken over. That's the truth. Like you can't, <laughs> you can see kids' toys right over here yeah. in the background. But they don't have to take over in every way. And it's my job to not let them take over completely. And I think in some ways, I love your attitude because it's like having triplets could feel amazing because like you have three little kids and that's so wonderful, but also kind of victimizing, right? Where you're like, oh my goodness, like what has just happened? But your attitude's so awesome because it's like you talked about it almost like a gift beyond just having three beautiful children of reminding you that you're not in control and causing you to like make choices accordingly.
1: Exactly. And
0: any of us can get that gift if we switch our mindset around a little bit around it.
1: Yeah. It's all in your head. And that's one of the things that I always say too. being overwhelmed is really a choice. Mm -hmm. I mean, whenever something happens, you're like, Oh my God, Oh my God, what am I going to do? And you start freaking out. You can control that and be like, I don't know, take deep breaths, start thinking about other positive things in your life. Like it really is a choice. And that's how I've been living my life with triplets. Of course, there are days that I break down and cry. And now I've been talking more, the other day I was crying. And one of, one of my sons said, it's okay, mommy. Oh. It's okay. And I was like, that's so sweet. <laughs> I'm doing
0: something right.
1: <laughs> right. Because that's what I tell him all the time when he's crying. So, I mean, I'm not saying that life is perfect. I go through all of the emotions probably every day but it doesn't mean that I can't go back into that space of I have control over this. So it really, really is a choice, whether you have three kids, whether you have two kids and even, you know, listening to you talk about your dad and still building a business, it just, it gives me chills because people are so quick to judge and be like, you need to take this time for yourself. And it is true, but that's your choice. If it's going to help you more to, to do other stuff, then that's for you to decide. And that's why I think, it's hard for moms to take the, these, these steps. It's because they're so consumed by what others are going to be thinking of them mm. and them worrying if they're doing the right thing all of the time. And that really just puts you in this paralysis mode. Like I can't do anything else because I have kids now Yeah, and you start using them as a, as your excuse, which is awful. Yeah. They are really, they should be the reason why you do all of the things because who is more powerful in the world than a mom? I mean, yeah, anything.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Like, I love, I love how you frame all of this. And I, I can see why you're a health and success coach. Cause it's like so linked together for you, but it brought up this thought for me also that I've, I've been having for a long time, which is, um, and, and that dealing with this stuff with my dad, which by the way, like it wasn't, I was very present in everything that was going on to your point, And I felt very confident in that it was almost like a break, like other people watch Netflix and I worked on my business. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, it's it goes back to that. Like there's always a choice and I feel the same way about my health is like, did I eat the healthiest when I was dealing with two kids and helping with that? And, you know, struggling emotionally, which by the way, it's only been a couple of weeks. So of course, like I'm still doing all those things. Absolutely not. But there is something to be said for, I always think of it and I talk about like part of why I love helping people nail food in their life is because once you not like are an Instagram fitness model, but like feel good Mm -hmm. in your body because you're eating good food and you're moving it and you are you are doing something about it. Even if that something doesn't look like, you know, Cindy Crawford. Right. We talked about her earlier. That'll be a dated reference for some people. But um, <laughs> even though it doesn't look like Cindy Crawford is like, it's one less thing to spend your time feeling guilty about. Yeah. is like, I'm like, okay, now I can clear my brain space because I've like eaten some healthy food and I move my body. And like, even if my jeans don't fit the way they've always fit, or like, mm-hmm. I'm not in my like, pre, pre baby like wedding jeans or whatever. Yeah. If I can know that I did my part on that, then I get to let go of that guilt and focus yeah. on things that are like right here in front of me that I probably can't actually control. And that can use my full attention instead right. of having this divided, like I should do this and I should do that. Yeah. Like, action takes away that guilt of shoulds of things you haven't
1: done. Yeah. Just do it just
0: do it. Just do yeah. it. And that's been like a theme that keeps coming up is like, you only have five minutes, just do something yeah. like take yeah. it off your plate. If it's on your brain, take it off. Yeah. Um, and action is the only thing that can like send us in that direction. Right. Yeah. So I think that's like a great transition into what I'd love to end on because you talked a little bit about mindset around weight. Like, yes. And you shared this amazing post recently where you showed, like, you look amazing, first of all. I should just say that. Um, But you shared this post where you were like, this is what I look like and I feel really good, but this is what my stomach looks like after having triplets. Mm -hmm. And yet I still, like, wake up every day and work out. And I was wondering if you could talk a little bit, this has come up before, of, like, how do I want to phrase this? I think before kids, mm-hmm. a lot of us had an easier time that if we dedicated ourselves to fitness, there were like, there was pretty clear payoff, not just in the form of energy, but in terms of like looking the way that yeah. we wanted to look. I know not for everyone, but for a lot of folks who listen to this podcast, I've heard them say things like that.
1: Okay.
0: And I don't, I like you have not found that like, even now I feel super fit. I'm lifting the heaviest I've ever lifted. But everything isn't the same way that it used to be. Right. It's not. So what does the mindset shift look like to stay motivated in committing to your health and fitness, even when the quote unquote payoff that society tells us we should get isn't what everyone else is getting or what we perceive everyone else to be getting?
1: I feel like, and it was this was something that I was going to say, following up everything that you had said before, is kind of like finding the balance, which it's something hard to say because I don't even know if there is such a thing as balance because so we're true. always you know, trying to w- do something one way or the other. But between challenging yourself to to look a certain way that you want to look or to achieve something that you want to achieve and also cut yourself some slack. Mm. This is like what I have to remind myself all the time, like... And I was even thinking about this yesterday. Like, I am so impressed at my body, at what it could do, you know, like it's insane. I am, I used to think I was five three, but I've come to realize because I've used metric my entire life, so I <laughs> it was it's I never knew I was just saying I'm five three. And I actually had a checkup earlier this year, <laughs> and I found out I am five one and a half. Okay. So I'm an extremely small person. And yeah. My stomach stretched out more than you would believe, mm-hmm. obviously. You know, I carried them. To- mine too,
0: and I had one.
1: So, <laughs> And I carried mine to uh, 34 weeks. <laughs> wow. So it was a pretty long time. And, you know, looking at my stomach, is like, if, it, if, if these wrinkles could only go away, but I know that I cannot get stuck on that. And so many people have, you know, messaged me and asked me, what, can, what, what exercise can I do to tone my belly or to, you know, um, make sure my stomach looks better. And it's like, we have this idea that there we always have this idea that there is one thing mm. that we can do. That's going to make, you know, the skies open and, and life will be beautiful. There isn't, you know, you just have to combine all of the things. If you're not eating right, you can do as many sit-ups as you want. It's not going to work out for you, you know? Yeah. And to me, it's like, my stomach will never look the same, but So it's like coming into terms with that, finding that, cutting myself some slack, remembering my body did amazing things that I don't even understand how that was possible. And also being like, if I eat really healthy, if I am conscious about my decisions, if I am dedicated with my workouts, I will lose all of the fat that's around there. And then the skin won't even matter. Even if it doesn't look like a model, like what you were saying earlier, it will look the best that it's ever looked in my entire life because now I actually have the strength, the motivation, the, the, you know, the mental strength really to push myself up until that point that I didn't have before I was a mom, you know, like I never was able, I mean, some people might've been, you know, if you're athletes and all that, I never was able to stick, even though I was working out to stick to, to nutrition and to really challenge myself in that sense. But after becoming a mom, I have this strength now. So it's like, now I can reach what I didn't reach. And sometimes I, I feel like, dang it, if I could have done that before I had this, yes. skin, yes. you know, but it's yes. like, but I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Right. And that's another thing that I've <laughs> been a lot about is how so many times in life we think, why didn't I do this before? Why did why didn't I get here before? Why didn't I come across this here before? you just weren't in that headspace before. Mm -hmm. You had to go around, you know, it wasn't a straight line. You had to go around all of those experiences, go through all of those things to get you where you're at. And it's hard to accept you are exactly where you need to be, but it's because of all the choices that you made beforehand. And that goes back to it's all your decisions right now. You have to, you know, you only have the present. You only have right now. So if you're not happy with where you are right now, then start making decisions and choices and taking steps so that your future looks more like what you want, right? Yes, yes. Yes. Okay,
0: you, amazing. Because (laughs) I think what I heard you say that I think people probably need to hear again and is like the perfect way to wrap up and then tell people where to find you because I know there's going to be folks who want to hear more from you is like, (laughs) You are in the perfect place. You are exactly where you are meant to be at this moment. Yes. What would it look like if you embraced that and made your choices accordingly and then took small steps to take you where you want to be instead of, and I struggle with this so much. So I hear you like a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Is, um, what would it look like if you said, here's where I am right now. I'm going to look at it without judgment and just own that. Like, this is where life has taken me. Life. God, the universe, whatever it is that you believe has taken you here, here you are, right? No sense fighting that because here you are. Where I want to be, you know, I don't know. I want to have like the biggest wellness business on all the face of the earth. That's not actually Mm -hmm. what I want. But imagine that that's what I want, right? Mm -hmm. There's no sense in being like, shoot, here I am with two small kids and you know, a business that's just beginning and I want the biggest wellness business. Well, that, looking at that, the same way that looking at like, I want to be an Instagram fitness model, mm-hmm. which is like a, such a funny thing to like even exist, <laughs> neither here nor there, it's kind of useless, right? Like, you because- You don't get to like snap your fingers and be there. And all that does is make you sad. So instead of focusing on how far away you are from where you want to be, this like Mm -hmm. disempowering attitude. And I love what you talked about with like wrapped up in mom guilt and like resentment and all of these things is saying like, what could I do today? that gets me one step closer to like how I want to feel or what like the interim of having the biggest thing or the best or whatever it is would look like. And I think that, all of us can do that. Right. So whether it's as a result of this, you're hearing us talk about this and you're like, yeah, I need to, you know, fit some fitness into my day. Or it's like, yeah, I need to like start building my passion project mm-hmm. so that I can quit my job and start my business. Like yeah. those actually look really similar. The actions are different, but the steps are the same, which is do something. Yes. Just do yeah. something today and then wake up tomorrow and do something again. Exactly. Exactly. And then rinse and repeat. And those things will look different over time. But without action, it's just like festering guilt and shoulds and all of these yeah. things. And that's a, what a, so many, like, I, we've all lived our life that way at some point, I think. Yeah. And I think we all know people who live that, their lives that way more than others. But like, yeah. gosh, if we can give you one gift today of just like taking some action towards where you want to be. Yeah. I would love that. For sure. Fitness and, or not.
1: <laughs> and not yeah, and not looking for the next big thing to make you fulfilled and to make you happy. You know, it's just living here and now, appreciating everything that you have right now because that's the attitude that's going to get you to the next day, really. Yes. Cool.
0: Oh my gosh. And speaking of where I am, I hear a baby crying in the background. My husband has him, but (laughs) that's, that's perfect timing. So Marta, I know that I'm not the only one who's going to think like, wow, this lady knows exactly what I needed to hear today. So where can folks find you so that they can hear more from you?
1: So I am on Instagram and my handle is fit triplet mom. Fit triplet
0: mom. Okay. I'm going to link to that in the show notes.
1: And, uh, on Facebook, it's just Marta Spurk. So just my name, you can find me there. And I do have the podcast, which is called conveniently mom does it all because moms can do it all. And, um, also my website, is Marta Perfect.
0: And I'm going to link to our podcast interview where you interviewed me, which was like a new experience for me to be on the other side of the microphone. Marta and I were talking at the beginning of this interview, like how different it is being the interviewer versus vice versa. But I am so appreciative that you came on today and exercised your interviewee muscles. Yes. I will link to all of those things. And I'll also share my podcast episode with you where we talked about like, when you're super busy, how do you fit healthy eating in? And it's kind of the same thing, like all those small little steps. I won't spoil it. You got to listen yeah. to find yeah. out what, what I say, but... <laughs> But in. Hint, hint. Thank you again, Marta. I super appreciate you being on today. And thank you, everyone, for listening. This is our final episode in Fitness Month. And next month we're going to be talking about like cleaning up your life in terms of getting easy ways to get toxins out of your cleaning and home routine. So excited to dive in with that. And Marta, I would love to have you back on in the new year when we start talking a little bit more about mindset. Because I yes, have a lot would to say about that. this. Okay, thanks so so much. much. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening.